nerds, dweebs, dorks, not born, but made. Nerds were once ridiculed, mocked, wedgied. Undeterred, nerds have persevered to take over the mainstream, defining popular culture. This is the story of one such nerd, blazing his own middle-aged trail. And now, he is determined to pass along his knowledge to the next generation. For this is... Hello! Welcome to Indoctrination, where we aim to discover if a 40-something dad can convince his children that the nerdy stuff he loves is cool. I'm your host, Tom Walworth, and welcome to my journey to paternal relevance or irrelevance. The first half of our episode is about Fear of Victory, which is the 24th episode in the collection, but the 19th in airing order. It first aired on the 29th of September 1992, and the creative team is Samuel Warren Joseph and Lauren Bright. The voice talents on this episode include, amongst your usual players, Kevin Conroy and Bob Hastings as Bruce Wayne, Batman, and Commissioner James Gordon. But the big features are Lauren Lester as Robin, and Lester has been all over the place in terms of being in front of the camera and being a voice actor, playing Nightwing as recently as 2017 as well as Henry Pollock II, playing the Scarecrow, who has a long, long career as a voice actor. And there's a tiny little part for Tim Curry, the original voice of the Joker, if the stories are true. He's playing Leon's henchman. So that's the nuts and bolts of this episode, and I leave the rest to the kids. All right. So what was the name of the episode we just finished watching? Fear of Victory. And remember, as always, keep your mouth in front of your microphone. Fear now, of yeah. Victory. So before we start this episode, let's establish what the names will be. Firstborn, what is your name for this episode? My name in this episode is Gyarados, the atrocious Pokemon. Gyarados, the atrocious Pokemon. Just call me Gyarados. What will you be... Second born. Vulpix, the cute Pokemon. What? Vulpix, the fire type Pokemon. Vulpix? Vulpix. Vulpix. Yeah, well, I'm just saying I didn't hear all the sounds because you're being all cute instead of articulate. Vulpix, the fire type cute Pokemon. Fire type cute Pokemon. Okay. Just call her Vulpix, okay? Just call her Vulpix. So Vulpix, and I already forgot. Gyarados. Gyarados, Vulpix. It's funny, this is only a 20-minute episode, but I am already forgetting how we started. What was the first thing that happened in this episode? Football game. Oh, right, yes. Yeah. Someone arrived at the University of Gotham. Mm-hmm. Gotham U, I think. And... Yeah, and... And, 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 and this guy went up to Dick's roommate thing. Uh, I, I don't know, but I think you live in a university. And he gave him a card that made him fear. Yes, wait. So there was a football game... And then the football game was over, and then they were in their room, Dick and his roommate. What was his roommate's name? I don't remember. Brian or something? Brian. I think it was Brian. So they were watching TV, and what was happening again? A famous hockey player was scared, and a famous tennis player was scared. And one more but thing. I don't remember the, um, the second one. There was a, yeah, there was a... There a was famous a, um, 
puncher? Oh yeah, the first thing was a was a boxer. He was yeah. running. He was running around the ring, being chased by his opponent. So they're watching this sports newscast thing. We let's back up to the the football game. What did you notice about their their uniforms? Does it look like the football of today? Nope. No. What was different? It it was way back in the nineteens. In the 1900s. Okay, sure. And the football back then, they didn't have the face guards. They just had a helmet. Did the helmet look like it was hard like the helmets now? I'll have to show you something about football back in the early 20th century, in the early 1900s, as you'd say, where they wore leather helmets and they didn't wear things that protected their heads as well. Back to, they're in the room and... And and the guy comes into their room with the letter and gave it to them and gave it to Brian. And then he gave it to his roommate. Remember his roommate's Nick? Dick. Dick. That's Dick Grayson. Now, who is Dick Grayson? Before we go any farther, who is Dick Grayson? Um, Robin. He's Robin. Yeah. And he's an acrobat. But do but is this isn't this like the first time that we've seen Robin in the show? Mm, yeah, kinda. Yeah. No, so, not like. Yep, yep. I think right. it is. I did a little research about the actor who who played Robin. This is, I believe this is the very first episode he was ever in, but we're going to see, we're, it's interesting, and if we were just watching the DVDs or, what, or the thing in the order that they put it, the first episode he's in was the second episode on the first disc, which was Christmas with the Joker, but that episode didn't air for like a long time. We're not going to even do that episode until, it's not going to come out until March if we stay on schedule. And audience... We'll see if we stay on schedule. I have no idea. You know, life is life. Yeah, life is life. So, life happens. Anyway, so, we've never seen Robin before. We don't know anything about his backstory in the show, right? He was scared. What's the next thing that happens after they both touch the telegram? Is it another football game or something else? Yeah, yeah. There's another football game, but in that game, the quarterback, Brian, thinks that, that Tech... That the tech team mm-hmm. um, are monsters. So he's feeling the effects. Later that night, Dick is scared dressed... of heights. Well, he's out. He's going out to on patrol with Batman, and they're talking yeah. about the whole thing. And then they go up onto a skyscraper, and then when Dick looks down, he's ah! yeah. Can I tell you? Yes. He almost faints. Almost faints. He almost falls. Uh huh. And, and who are they chasing? Why, why are they going um, up the side of a building? Because there are some because there are some robbers. Yeah, you should wait. let your sister talk sometimes. There were some robbers, and remember, he was holding on, and he hands were too slippery, so he fell in that he held on to the building. Yep, he, he let go. He, he managed to swing to the to the side of the building and hold on, and Robin, and then. What were the bad guys doing? How are they messing? How are they messing things up for Batman and Robin? They're they're chucking bricks off of, off of the off of the top of the building. Yeah, it must have been like yeah. a really old building because they all they had was one crowbar and they were able to like knock really really heavy things like gargoyles and stuff off and and try no, and try to were... smash their faces. There were angels. They're called gargoyles. Why? Whether this just what's it called? With the when there's like a, some figure that is made out of stone put on a building, they call it a gargoyle. It's made out of gold. Okay, so those ones had gold plating, but it probably was carved first. Regardless, the point is, I was surprised that something that heavy could have been moved and like 
like so quickly. Like it would have taken more time than they had, unless it was really bad shape. So Batman gets knocked off by one of those things. But and... but but good thing he has he has a plan B. He has a, yeah he, he has a, a... he shoots his grappling hook hook up into the air. His other one. Right, the small one. They they had like it wasn't I don't think it shoots as far, but he was able to use that too, save himself and Robin. Yeah, and... To save yeah, he saved Robin and pulled him down. So wait, he also smashed into a girl's um room and she said, Oh, oh my and then she and then when he got up she was like, Oh my <laughs> again. I, that's right. And she walked and he walked down. <laughs> And I think he winked. Yeah, I think he, or at least at least he smiled as he left and shut the door. Yeah, he, that was just, just so funny. It was a nice comedy beat. Oh my! Oh my! Anyway, so they go back and they decide to do what? How do they figure out this problem? They go to the university to see the telegram. It's covered in fear chemical. What do they do with the fear chemical? That that's way ahead. Is it? Yeah. Well, we see the game again. But this time we see Scarecrow up on the bars. No, no, no. Now you're skipping ahead because they had to go to Dick and Brian's room and they found the telegram and they found the stuff, right? Then they went back to the Batcave. What did they do at the Batcave? They put the chemical on a cat. Yeah. And what did they use to scare the cat? Um, a mouse. mouse. And they realized that they used a fancy word that you probably don't know. They said that whenever they are under stress, they said that the chemical is brought on by adrenaline. So adrenaline is this chemical in our body that when we get really excited, it kind of kicks in and it gives us more strength. There have been stories of people getting superhuman strength when they're in a really stressful situation, like in a car accident and being able to like lift the car off the ground a little bit to pull someone out that they wouldn't normally be able to do because they had all this adrenaline. So the yeah. adrenaline kicks in and that's when the fear toxin makes it everything worse. But, so that's yeah. when they realized that it was about Scarecrow. So, where is Scarecrow? At jail. Which we call... Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum. So, as we go visit Arkham Asylum, who is there? First one we see is Joker. Okay, Joker and... Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. Who else? Two-Face. Were there any other people, or is that it? That's it. And then he walks past a bunch of other villains, and then we see a Scarecrow, but... He's not not the Scarecrow. He's not there. He's been let out by one of the orderlies, and the orderly has been covering for him. Yeah. Don't know why. We never find out. But they discover that, you know, the Joker isn't, no, sorry, the Joker, the Scarecrow is, in fact, not in Arkham anymore. And then we go to the game. Yes, and we see him, and he, and then Batman. Because Batman was in the dressing room of the star quarterback for the Gotham Knights, which is the professional team. And... They intercept the telegram. The first time, who delivered the telegram? Lucky. Who is? Scarecrow. Is Scarecrow. And... Oh, that's the other thing. Oh, my gosh. We forgot a whole thing. Yeah. Where he calls himself Lucky. Why does he call himself Lucky? Because he always wins in gambling. Right. So he goes to the gambling house, and the guys at the gambling house sends one of his goons after Lucky. Yeah. He goes into his secret lair, and... There's something that says cancel, and... I think it was like a... I don't know. Horse show canceled. Yeah, it was It was in a... Horse show. So they're in the stables, and the guy gets doused, dosed, dosed, doused, with the, with the chemical, and he, next thing we see, he's hiding under a bunk uh, in the jail. No, 
then he sees the well, scarecrow in right, 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 yeah. right. And then the next thing we see, he's hiding under a bunk, curled up like a ball in jail. And he says, don't look at me. We got to hurry up and wrap this up. So they go to the next football game. They found the chemical in the helmet. Robin found the chemical in the helmet. Right. And he replaced it with another 12 helmet. Got it. That's how he's not scared. The football player isn't scared. Yeah. So Robin was smart enough to switch out that helmet for another one. Right, and so then Batman and Scarecrow, they meet at the top of the stadium. And Scarecrow threatens Batman by almost dropping a vial of of the fear toxin. On the whole crowd. And who saves the day? Wait, no. Robin! No. Okay, you got to stop screaming. No, 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 no. If you're going to scream, you pull away from the microphone. We just skipped Robin! We just... Skip something. Oh, what did we skip? Um, it lands on the other thing. Um, what's it called again? What's a who's it? I don't know. It doesn't matter. On the thing. Another platform on, of some uh, sort. Uh, another, on another platform. And Let her finish. Okay. And Batman gets down and he's like, <laughs> and then he's like, <gasps> that's what Scarecrow does. And Batman tries to not drop it. But Scarecrow um, throws a... Hits him with a box full of glass. Mm -hmm. And then it falls. But Robin swings swings in just in time. And saves the day. That's right. And grabs the vial and saves the day. And then Batman gets Scarecrow. Right. And then the next thing we see is we see that Robin's roommate is signing a contract. He's mm-hmm. been drafted by the Gotham Knights, so his life's on track. And what does Bruce say to Dick? How should we congratulate him? You can write him a telegram. Right, and that's your little joke to end the, the episode. Did this episode make you think of anything in particular? When I was playing soccer, when I was in a split class, second graders and third graders, last year, I was kind of scared because there was this really good soccer player named and he wrecked us. He wrecked me and my friends. Oh, he I have wrecked one. us. Okay. Are oh, you going to tell us what you were the one thing you were afraid of? Weren't um, you? That I lost one soccer game and I cried. That's no because fun. of the other team. There was two people and there was only one person on my team. That's me. Two against one. Two v one. That's well. Not very I've good. been in in rougher soccer games. With a third grader, third graders versus a th- versus a few third graders and a second grader, mm. it is just it is just the worst. Okay, but also now, I I have we'll a pick. friend who is really small, but he's really good at soccer. Okay, so that covers our sports angle. Now, Volpix, you were, you were telling us while we were watching the show that there's only one thing that you were afraid of. Do you want to tell us what that is? I was afraid of what? Because Robin was like afraid of heights, and you said you weren't afraid of heights. You were afraid of going down hills. Going down hills in a car. car. In a car. Wait, there's one more thing. One, they forgot. Wait, this is a joke that everyone laughed. What is the joke? Don't forget to put the cat lid on top of the cable. What did you just say? <laughs> Don't forget to put the what? Don't forget, Don't forget to, to put, put the, the lid, lid on, on the cat box. Oh, right. That's right. <laughs> okay, so, so yeah, that was the part. They were doing the experiment with the cat and the rat, and they took the lid off the cat box, and 
They did the experiment and they just walked away. Without the, putting and, the thing on. And Voltix so, is like, aren't you going to put the lid back on the cat box? But I think the cat is smart enough to not jump out. Otherwise, it'll just wander off the ledge and kill and break bones and kill itself. Well, it was pretty scared. Yeah. Still. You know, it took a while for that to wear off. Um, okay, we'll so. Probably jump out. Well, so you're afraid of going down hills in a car, even though you've overcome some of that on a roller coaster. What are you afraid of? Oh, I'm going to say the name wrong. I'm going to say Garpaduke. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Gyarados. Gyarados. Well, I think it's got the, the G part. Garpaduke. Gyarados. What, Gar- what are you afraid of? One of my greatest fears is losing to the final boss in... Um, uh, oh, jeez. The game you were just playing? Um, Minecraft, <laughs> Minecraft Dungeons. Dungeons. That's your greatest fear? My greatest fear is losing against the Arch Illager. My greatest fear is something horrible happening to the two of you. What you have that? a you have a wacky fear, dude. Okay. Yeah. Um, Wait, I also um, have I a think fear. Being, I, I think us being killed by, by, by a hurricane. That also would be really scary. One more. I was scared... Because I I almost broke the cauldron, but I died. Oh, right. We had some we had some fears playing video games. Favorite part of the show? The final part. Why is that? Because Robin overcoming his fear of heights. What about you, Volpex? Volpex. Wait, we did. Favorite part of the episode? Why did we skip? Say in the mic. It's fine. We've skipped the part because. Robin trying to walk on a wire, and then he tried to walk on rocks. That's true, but that wasn't that like when we did the cat experiment? No, before they went to the game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's an acrobat, and he's yeah, he's upset that he can't do that. But let's go back to the, what was your favorite part of the episode? Seeing Poison Ivy doing. Oh, seeing Poison Ivy at Arkham? I don't, well, no one can see what you're doing. Well... What, when what? she was holding, when her plant was on the book, and she was, like, pu- pu- pushing up the leaves. Part of the episode you didn't like. Was um, there a part? Or did you like it all? Um, the first part. I was like, that's the thing that happens at the beginning. That is boring! What do you mean the boring part? Like, the, just the football game is boring? or? Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, jeez. Okay, what about you? That oh. is just boring! Okay, okay, okay. Nice, nice again, nice. I'm moving on. What was your least favorite part, or did you like it all? Um, the chemical almost falling on the crowd. Yeah, that would have been bad. Okay, so here we are. Let's rate it. I'm still going to I'm gonna keep trying with the five Batarangs, but how many Batarangs would you give it, and what would you say to someone to make them watch this episode, or why should they watch this episode? 2,576. I don't even know why I bother. Why should they watch this? Because it helps them learn... How to overcome their fears. Their okay. greatest fears in life. Well, it sounds like the best way is just to wait for the fear toxin to wear off. What's your rating? Something that's five. Five million. Okay, five million. And why would you want people to watch this episode? Same as... Overcoming fear. All right, well, in the second half of our episode, we will be discussing the story, I've Got Batman in My Basement, which I talked about at the end of our last episode of something that i remember very fondly so we will talk about that in just a moment but now a word from our sponsors yes good enough
I've got Batman in my basement. It was brought to you by the writing team of Sam Graham and Chris Hubble. And I say they're a writing team because they're known for and most recent credits on IMDb are the same. The Little Mermaid, Oliver and Company, and their most recent credit on IMDb is RoboCop Alpha Commando. The story editor was Lauren Bright, who's best known for this animated series as a story editor, but also has written for things like Where on Earth is Carmen Sandiego? This was aired on September 30th, 1992, and while it is number 13 in the sequence on the collection, it is number 20 in your viewing order. The notable voice talent in this episode include Adam Carl as one of the bullies. He was in The Monster Squad back in 1987, and he also played the voice of Donatello in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Matthew Brooks, who played Sheldon, ironically, played Bully Number 3 in Beethoven back in 1992. The two henchmen of The Penguin were played by Rob Paulson, whose voice acting credits are too lengthy to mention all of them, but he is Pinky, and he's also Yakko Warner from Pinky and the Brain and Animaniacs and many, many, many other things. The kids and I had the pleasure of meeting him at a con recently. He was lovely. And Richard Gilliland, who is known for Airplane 2, the sequel, but the most important voice of all is the voice of the Penguin, who is played by Paul Williams. Now, Paul Williams has been around for a long time. He's been an actor, but he's probably most well-known for being the composer of The Rainbow Connection. One of his most recent acting credits is the voice of Brainiac in Superman Red Sun. But to know that the same person who could write Why Are There So Many Songs About Rainbows playing the Penguin with such menace and attitude, I love this characterization of the Penguin so much. I dare say it's more iconic to me than... Okay, well, it's hard to say that it's more iconic than... Burgess Meredith, but I think I prefer this laugh, the bird sounds that he makes incidentally. If nothing else, this introduction of The Penguin with Paul Williams makes this episode amazing. I got Batman in my basement. Okay, we got to turn down mic number three. <laughs> you mean me? I do mean you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, I've got Batman in my basement. Let's run it down real quick. What's the first thing we see? Two people stealing an egg. Do you think it was an egg that was an actual egg or just a um, something made to look like an egg? Something, something made, made to, to look, look like, like an egg. egg. Now, I'm talking about, are you still... Uh, it's been a while since we recorded. So, you are still Volpix? No. Yes, I, I, am, I am. You're Volpix and you are... Tyranitar, but I want to change my name. But I let's just keep it one up. One, how about one name per episode? Tyranitar. Oh gosh. Okay. <clears throat> so Volpix and Tyranitar. You can change it on the next episode because this is the second half of this episode. Quick editor's note. Yes, I realized that his name in the previous half of this episode was Gyarados, and now we're going with Tyranitar. Just go with it. So, they were stealing an egg that was 
made to look like an egg, had lots of jewels on it, and I thought all the red coming off of it looked like it was going to be a laser or something with the security, but what was it really? Um, Shines. What? Shines. Shines? The shining of the red parts. What are the red parts that are shiny? Um, The red, like, crystal parts that are around it. Do you know what red crystals they might be? What gems are made that are red? Rubies. There you go. Probably rubies. They steal it by just cutting a hole in the window and sticking out like a mechanical arm and grabbing it. And as they're escaping, what happens? Vulpix. Batman, come on. Does Batman stop them? Nope. What gets in the way? A giant American vulture. Not just an not an American vulture. A South American vulture. That's right. A giant South American vulture. A South American it's not vulture. It's not giant. A giant. It's yes, not giant. that giant. Well, it's not tiny. It, it's it, medium. Well, it's I don't giant. know. I don't know if I know how big vultures really are. They're they're like this tall. Okay, that's that's like a chicken size that you're showing me. Anyway, so. <laughs> chicken size. You know, some people have told me that we should make this podcast a video, but I don't think we're ready for that. Yeah. We're still in our pajamas. (laughs) So the big vulture comes and scratches up his costume. His cape. His His cape. cape. Yep. And and I think it gets him on the the front as well. My first thoughts went to, wait a minute, are we watching a Spider-Man cartoon? Because the vulture is a Spider-Man villain, but it's not. We'll we'll get to who it is in a second. Don't tell him. Oh, gosh darn it. I said to wait. So, so after he after he um, fights with the vulture and kicks it off of the the building and it flies away, what does Batman find on the roof? Birds, but they don't eat that. Well, but they eat well, Yeah, well, what what do vultures eat? Um, rotten stuff. Well, not so much rotten stuff. They're just they're opportunists. They're like if there's something that's dying in the desert, they're like, hey, look, there's something I didn't have to kill. And they're like, I'll swoop down, grab it. And it's my dinner. Yeah, so vultures are called carrion birds. So they will eat dead things. And one of the reasons feathers aren't there because they would just get covered with all the bacteria from all the dying dead things that we're eating. And so it's just, now it's all gone. Or something like that. I could, they could be one of those things that I learned 20 years ago that's now been disproven. Okay, so he sees the bird seed and he's wondering what's going on. Next scene, mm. we meet a young boy and his friend. No, their... it's not, no, his sister. It's not his sister. Alberta. Roberta. Roberta. Roberta, and what's his name? It starts with an S or something. Sherman? It is Sherman. And what is Sherman like to do? Uh, he likes um, to be a detective. And he has his junior detective kit. Who's there in the neighborhood? Two boys. Are they're they nice? really mean. They're no. Mean. What do they say? They're bullies. They say they're fake. They're not fake. Okay. And that's when and and they, that's when they see the giant American vulture. What do they think it is when they look through the binoculars? It's a ra- it's a bird. It's a plane. It's a raven. They said it was a hawk, but it's funny it's that you. It's a bird. S- it's a plane. It's a hawk. Well, it's funny that you say raven because one of the penguins' goons is named Raven. <laughs> unless I unless I read that wrong. <laughs> Um, Dad, one more thing, one thing, one thing. Yeah, what? They didn't say it's a bird, it's a plane. No, they didn't. It's a raven. They did not. (laughs) Yes, one of the the guys is 
He's named Raven. Okay, so what does Sherman decide to do when he sees the vulture, Vulpix? What does he try decide to do? He wants to follow it. How does he follow it? On a bike. Does he go alone? Nope. With his friend, Roberta. Where does the vulture stop? Where do they find the vulture? At a giant bird seed building. He's like, we got to go in, and he sneaks in, and what does Roberta say? Men. Because <laughs> she's like, it's condemned. What is a condemned building? Run down in a world. Run down an old and so unsafe that they don't want anyone in it inside it. It's this factory where there's lots of bird seed, and this is when we discover who the big bad guy is. It is the penguin. 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 Stop. Stop. Repeating a thing over and over and over doesn't make it more true or less true. Yeah, so it's the penguin. So why do you think the penguin wanted the egg? So he can be super rich. He can witch? sell it so for money so he can be super rich. Witch? Or or maybe there's something very valuable inside it. Maybe that's maybe chocolate. Like, like a nine inch diamond. Maybe. Or maybe chocolate. <laughs> or, <laughs> or how about this? Remember when we watched the very first episode with the cat and the claw? And what was the cat woman stealing? A necklace. Was it a necklace? Yeah. I th- oh, I must be thinking of something else then, because I, it's like usually Catwoman's like stealing cat-related stuff. So that's why I was thinking the penguin was stealing an egg because the penguin is a bird. A bird. Yeah. And, and birds birds lay eggs. I mean, technically, yeah. so do lizards. Right. So they're at the place, and the kids are way up top, and the penguin shows up, and he's like all excited about the egg. No, he's not all excited. He's like. Uh, give me, give me, give me. Right, and he uses lots of fancy words. What? Oh, I can't even remember what he said. Wall? <laughs> well, he gets there and he makes and he makes that sound, right? <laughs> and it calls the vulture to him. <laughs> what does he call? It? What's the name of the of the vulture? It was Scrap. Scrap, right? Which is, I, I think it's a, a little ugly name for a vulture, but... He's cute. Uh, <laughs> so he feeds Scrap like a steak or something. Um, a weird paper. Ripe, a ripe lamb chop. Oh, is that what it was? What's the next thing that happens? Um, I think we see the kid. We see... Well, the kids are there. They're sneaking. They're sneaking, sneaking and... Batman. Why does Batman show up? So he can fight the penguin, throw him in jail... Actually, throw him into Arkham Asylum Maybe. so he can have professional help on on his bird-like stuff. Maybe. I think I think they're gonna put like 32 parakeets in there to make ton of noise. Now, when we went to Arkham in the last episode with uh, um, Two Face, no, no, with Scarecrow, was Penguin in Arkham? Nope. I don't think so. Anyway, Batman shows up probably because he followed the clues of the bird seed. What is the first thing that Batman does? He... We haven't even seen Batman yet, and he does something. Um. To help well, the kids. Well, he gets a weird ball thing, throws it at the vulture, and it catches the vulture. Yeah, it's like a big net. Mm-hmm. The vulture can't flap its wings, so it falls to the ground. With a big clunk. And, and, prob- and probably breaks one of its legs. I don't know. I think it, it comes back later without a broken leg. 
So after he stops the vulture from attacking the kids, and then he swoops down and does what? Saves them. Well, no. No. Fights the penguin. Fights Almost. The penguin. Caw, 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 First thing he does though is grabs the uh egg. That's right. He swoops, swoops down and grabs the egg. Swoops down and grabs the egg. And it would have been fine, except the kids made a mistake. They turned on the power to to conveyor belt to a crusher that crushes seeds into a bird seed. Right, and that's when Batman saves them. Yep. Okay. One more thing. And he sends them out and says, go! And then the penguin does, What is What is that, It's orange gaze. And it kind of messes things up. What does the gas do to Batman? Um, it paralyzes him. It makes him cough. <coughs> it makes and, him cough. And then, and then a few seconds later, he's paralyzed. No. How far does he get to the Batmobile? Um, not that far. He just goes to the door, an uh, inch away from the door. Then he just was the Batmobile down. there when the fight started? No. How did it get there? Well, he pressed something in his utility belt. And the Batmobile came calling. Who's that? Auto drive. That's right. So the kids help him get into the Batmobile. And they're trying to get away. And um, but, but but the little boy doesn't even know how to drive. And then he drives. Well, but before he drives, he, he presses tries... a bunch of buttons. And what is the what all the buttons show us? Some of some of the weapons. Some of the weird weapons, and what just showed like, us a bu- like, a bunch of rockets, a ton of rocket launchers. No. And there was like some gush, some, some gas. gas that that made the goons cough. The goons. They finally figured out how to make the car start, but not before the goons and the penguin were on top of the car. And first, um, um, then, first then he figured out how to um, close the thing on top. Close the roof, yes. Yes, and then they start hitting the car, and then he learns how to drive. Because Roberta touches the gas pedal. Yep, so Roberta's operating the pedals, and Sherman is driving. And then... Things happen, and the guys fall off, and the the penguin jumps off and uses his umbrella to float down to safety. Next scene. Some weird birds. Um, they take Batman to their house, put him in the basement, so he can recover from that gas. Let's see if we can condense all the stuff that happens in the basement. Batman is super out of it, and he, what does he say to Sherman? The vis- visor. And he also says... Capsule. And Sherman doesn't know what the heck he's talking capsule about. Capsule visor. Visor capsule. And while they're down in the basement, the two boys... The two mean boys that are boys. They find a brick and throw it at the pile of boxes. No. To... No, 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 no. Before that all happens, Sherman's mom says, Sherman, what are you doing down there? I hope you're not making gum powder. No, mom. I got Batman in my basement. That's what Roberta, so cool. Roberta tells her that, yeah, Batman in the basement. What does the mom say about that? Don't make a mess. So she leaves to go to the store, and then the two boys... Come on and find a brick, and they hide it from Sherman's mom. They and they do. say something. And she leaves, and they shoot it like a basketball, and it hits... The boxes, and then it reveals the Batmobile. And then Sherman comes up. And says, it's the Batmobile. No, no, he says, first he says, first. Well, we don't need to say every single first, line. No, first, please. He says, 
what kind of car is this? It's my mom's. It's my uncle's. And then they're like, and they're like, it's the Batmobile. And the boys find the capsules in the visor. And then he, then he. And then before he, he can get down to the basement to give it to Batman, what happens? Scrap comes in to attack him. That's right. No, no, no. Scraps the vulture. No, not, not yet. Yeah, it does. What do you think happens? Wait, then he's then when he sees the the capsule rise, the visor capsule, he then gives, he says, "Give that to me," and he just takes that out of his hand. Yep. And then the vulture comes. Then they run downstairs because the boys don't believe that a Batman's actually down there. And when they see him, what's the first thing they try to do? They try to take off this mask. And Sherman will not let that happen. And just. Yes. Yes. They want to find out who he really is. He says, well, if the vulture's here, then that means that the penguin's not far behind. So they prepare themselves for a home invasion. For the audience at home, we're about to describe something that my children have not seen. But they home alone the house. They set up traps and booby traps to make things tricky for everybody. Yeah, um, I think I've seen Home Alone. I have seen Home Alone. When would you have seen Home Alone? It's Christmas. Uh, it's a Christmas movie. Wait, we I, act- I saw it two years ago. Wow. I watched it too. Oh well, I. Hmm. We know what Home Alone is. Oh, that. Yeah. Okay, I don't know if I was there when you watched that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you were there. You just I, don't remember. I would not have let you watch that movie so young. No, Mom was there too. We just watched it. We really wanted to see Home Alone. So we did. Clearly, I need we need to uh, regulate what you're watching. Anyway, <laughs> so they they booby trap the house. Yes, mm-hmm. I was pointing out I was pointing out Home Alone. I was pointing out Home Alone because Home Alone came out two years before this show happened. But knowing the, it's possible that great minds think alike because I know the process of making these things is pretty long. But it's likely that they wrote this episode after Home Alone came out. At any rate, they delay. Everybody, but ultimately, everyone ends up in the basement. And they fight. And they fight. Batman. A bunch of times. Batman is mostly recovered. And he's awake. Because they fed him the antitoxin. And he's mostly awake. He's fighting back. And then mom comes home. And she's like, Sherman, Sherman? you have got to do some explaining. Because they trashed the house upstairs. And one more thing, one more thing. And then she comes downstairs and then she's like, (gasps) And then she say, Mom, meet Batman. Batman, meet my mom. And say, Batman, are you single? So the very last scene, what do we see? We see um, them talking. See them talking. And now those two big boys are super junior detectives. Which means now, they're, they're super duper duper low. So Sherman has, out of his basement, he now has become a neighborhood detective. And one more thing. Yes. Then we see Batman Danish kid. Well, yeah, that's the very last thing. And then goodbye. The point I was trying to make is that those boys who never called Sherman by his actual name, they called him Sherlock and Sherwood and um, Wormwood. Wormwood? Yep. They finally call him Sherman. They respect him now. They call him the boss. You're the boss. You're the boss. And then. Well, you're the boss. And then the very last thing you see, like you said, through the window in the basement is. Batman's feet. feet. And so Batman's looking over Sherman. And then he walks away. Okay, so yes. let me ask you a question about Penguin. This is the first time we've seen Penguin. What do you think of him? I think he's kind of a bird brain because he only has three fingers. 
Oh, what does that have to do with him being a bird brain? I don't know why, but I think he was born loving birds. And and I think he was born with three fingers. Okay, perhaps. What and do you think? a long nose and can call out bird calls. Okay, you know, you oh, have a sister who go. likes to talk as well. What do you think about the talk. penguin? I think he's kind of crazy. Yeah, he really is crazy. Okay. Birds do not have umbrellas. How many different things could he do with that one umbrella? He could pick a lock, he could bring out a sword, and he can do a buzzy thing to make to make people into pork chops. No, he, and, he can do and, a bunch of things. And he has a little ball thing. With the gas. Yeah. No, so, he can do a lot of things. There's like four things with one umbrella. And also the umbrella no, ten is... ten things. The umbrella was strong enough when he was flying off the car. Because, you know, like, we don't do a lot of umbrellas out here um, in the Pacific Northwest. It's sort of like against our religion. But whenever you do have one and it's a really windy day, what happens to the umbrella? It floats it away. away. Or, if you it hold on real tight... It floats. It makes you float up. Maybe if you're super tiny, but usually they're not strong enough. What happens with the weak umbrellas? They break. How do they break? The little metal bars come out of place, making it super hard to be an umbrella. Yeah, and they kind of just like, it, it basically goes backwards, mm-hmm. right? So this one is strong. So the point I was making, this this umbrella is strong enough so that it can take the weight of an entire adult human and still gently float down. I mean, it probably defies actual physics, but this is cartoon physics, so who Yeah, who um, I think it actually defies the laws of, fig- of physics. Right. But okay. it's cartoon. It's okay, cartoon. Volpix, we're going to start with you today. What was something that you really liked about this episode? <laughs> Do you need to think for a minute? Okay, so we'll go over to Tyranitar. Favorite moment of the of the show? All the fighting. Oh, I, n- I now know it. Okay. <laughs> when Roberta says, man. I thought you might say that. That's funny. <laughs> Why was that funny? <laughs> because my brother is crazy. And I'm, and sometimes I say men. Oh, do you? A little time. Okay. One time. I'll go over to Tyranitar. What was the thing you didn't like about this episode? Was there anything that was bad? And you could say that every yeah, all yeah, of it was yeah. good. The bird calls. You didn't like the bird calls. Me yes. too. Me bird too. Call. Why is that? Because it's annoying. I, I feel jealous. You feel jealous? You want to be able to do oh, bird calls? Oh God! Yeah. Do you want birds to come talk to you? Yes. Oh, very Especially cool. my favorite, the peacock. The peacock. The yeah, peacock. So let's rate this episode and tell our friends why it's amazing, besides the, all the fighting. You're going to try I keep, this again. I'm going to keep... Well, it is what it is. I'll just take the batarangs that you offer me. How many batarangs, sir? One, two, three, seven, six, five, three billion batarangs. How about you, miss... More batterings than Tyranitar. What would you say to your friends, Tyranitar, to make them watch this episode? Be sure that if you want to be a detective, you always got to keep your client a secret. Ah. Even the superhero clients. I see. Why would you tell your friends? Because it has a, a vulture, and if you had never seen a vulture, you will see a vir- vulture. Okay. <sighs> okay, goodbye. Wait, 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 wait. I'm curious. Did you like that episode more or less than Fear of Victory? I liked it more than Fear of Victory. Um, a little more than Fear of Victory. Why do you think it's the better episode? Because it's the first time you ever see Penguin. 
Me too. And you like Penguin more than Robin? Penguin? I think he's more interesting than Robin. Yeah. He's more interesting, yes. <laughs> okay. Next week, we will be watching Vendetta and Prophecy of Doom. That's creepy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right, so until next time. Because this is Indoor Nation! Episode 11. You have been listening to Indoctrination. You can find us on Twitter at Indoctrination or email us at Indoctrination at gmail.com. Share your suggestions for the final sign-off, and you could be the listener for the week. You should be able to find all this information and all recent episodes at Indoctrination.com. I know the site is a bit of a mess, but we're still working on it. Rate and review us if your podcatcher lets you. I hope you are nice to us. Many thanks to my children for going along with this and my spouse for encouraging it. I promise I'll get to the dishes soon. For Gyarados slash Tyranitar and Vulpix, I'm their dad. And to our listener out there, accidentals aren't accidents. Okay, we're going to be quiet in three, two, one. Shh. Okay, she's... Oh, yeah. Quick, quick, quick. Yeah. We're just recording a podcast. Sorry. It went longer than, pla- than planned. Thank you.